interaction. Canada Sportsbook. The Sens lose their seventh straight. So, uh, so, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, how we feeling out there? How we feeling out there tonight? I I cannot tell you how badly I wanted to hit the sends button so so badly. Haven't hit the sends button since they played. I guess Dallas. October 20-something. I missed the sends button. Everybody, I missed the sends button so badly. We have a lot to talk about, but first, I want to make sure to give a quick shout-out to our sponsor. Want to bet? You can do it at Sports Interaction Canada's Sportsbook. Football continues, basketball is back, and the hockey season is well underway. Someone should let the Sens know. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Made for Canadians by Canadians, Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. Ontario only, 19 plus. Please play responsibly. I hope you guys are having fun with Sports Interaction, and I hope none of you are betting for the Sens. Uh, so, as has become tradition in this losing streak, this this episode is going to be a bit of a mess, a little, a little, uh, a little lacking in. Uh, in in any in no outline for it, just. Just, just gonna go in. It's all vibes. It's all bad vibes, but we're just going in all vibes. Uh, DJ Smith is gone, right? Like at this point, if you look at, I, I saw a really great tweet from Mod. Uh, in a va- I, I'm just gonna, um, I don't remember what it was exactly verbatim, but, it, but she essentially said, in a vacuum, you know, losing to the Devils, who are so hot right now in overtime, isn't the end of the world. But when it's the seventh loss in a row, something has to give. DJ has got to go. Like, and I and, and this this loss is not pinned on him at all. It's 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 just, you know. Zaitsev was a scapegoat following the sixth straight loss. Who's left? It's it's DJ. I I think I'd be shocked if he were if he was by by dinner tomorrow night. I would be shocked if he's still the coach of the Ottawa Senators. I think bless Pierre Dorian, man. Dude's a sweetheart. Seems like the nicest guy, and 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 I can't imagine he'd want to do anything 
like like letting DJ go, but something's got to happen here. Something's got to happen. Four, eight, and one. It's 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 unacceptable. So while I don't think that this game, and I'm sure, and I think a lot of people on Twitter have said this game isn't on DJ Smith, but when it's the seventh loss in a row, something has to happen. So I would be, I would be shocked, shocked if DJ still around. Um. So then the question is who who steps up? A lot of people saying Troy Mann. You know, maybe I could see it. I I I think I said on uh, not the last episode with Trevor, but uh, after the um, it was a Philly game that Mod and I were both on, and I said. I think Troy Mann comes in if he's the interim guy. Uh, I, I don't know if they bring him in as as, as the uh, permanent, uh, or at least at least the permanent for the rest of the season head coach. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I hate. I I I I I don't love coach speculation, firing, hiring, promoting, all that stuff because I have no idea. First of all, I have no, I mean, none of us have any idea of, of anything when it comes to, to any of this, but especially, you know, things that, that things like of, of coaching specific, I, I, I can't even start to pretend to have any inclination one way or the other, what's going to happen. Um, so we'll, we'll end the, uh, the coaching, uh, discourse there. Um, I think one positive to say is that overtime was nuts. What an absolutely absurd overtime that was. If you this game as so as a Sens fan, this this game sucks cuz I mean, you know, they they fought hard enough, I guess. I mean, Vanacek had a pretty rough game. Um which kept the Sens in it. The, the shots were so lopsided, but if you're someone who is just trying to get into hockey, this was the perfect game for you to watch. Just an absolutely crazy game. Um, especially if 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 you're watch if you're trying to get into hockey and and, and this was the first time you experienced three on three overtime, what a treat! What an absolute treat that overtime was. Um, the Sens had so many great looks on that power play. Should have scored on at least a couple of those. I imagine, if anything, the expected goals for percentage has just gone up after this game for the Sens, which makes their record even more frustrating at this point. Um, the Sens really—that's the thing. We're, we're we're through thirteen games, and 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 despite the fact that they're four, eight, and one, the Sens still don't look bad and that's the that's the most frustrating part of it all is that they're in it they're in every game they're just in it they're they're in the mix once again continuing the trend they've lost seven in a row they've lost a total of nine games this season and in every single one of those nine losses if you exclude empty net goals, they've lost by one. And 
I mentioned it last episode. That's so much more frustrating than if they were just bad. Like, if you just play like shit, fine. You played like shit. You deserve to lose. But when you play just poorly enough to stay in it and just and just barely miss getting a win drives me nuts and drives the entire fan base nuts. Um, just awful. Um, uh, you know what time it is? I think it's time for, for ice time discourse because the ice time is a problem again. Thomas Shabbat played two seconds shy of 32 minutes. And I get some of that would have been uh, in overtime. He wasn't on for the power play. On that, on that power play, I love the move of just of just throwing out four forwards. I, I know I was just saying DJ's probably gone, but that just makes a lot of sense. On a four-on-three in overtime, you throw out four forwards. It was yeah, Kachuk, Stutzla, Giroux, Debrinkit. They should have scored three or four goals there. That was... Just, again, what an insane overtime that was. But Shabbat needs to settle down. Like, you got you to gotta just, like, he played, how much did he play on the power play? 339 on the power play. So say he played the first, what, maybe minute, minute and a half of, of, um, of overtime. So take away, what, three and a half minutes on the power play. So five minutes. So it's safe to say that Shabbat played over 25 minutes of five on five. That's too much. That's too much. You can't, he can't spend a season doing this. Even if he looked like the Thomas Shabbat we all want him to look like and know he can be, you can't be playing him for 25 minutes of five on five a night. Not when he's hopefully playing three, four minutes on the power play a night as well. It's just, it's just not sustainable. I'm just beating a dead horse here. I, I'm. I'm. I, it feels like the problem with a seven-game losing streak, other than the fact that it just fucking annihilates my will to live, is with the same outcome every night. I'm talking about the same things every single show. So I'm. I'm doing my best to find something new to talk about, but it's really tough. It's. It's really tough. It's the same thing again. It's they're in it, and. Like, no, okay, you know, it's a drinking game. It's a drinking game. It's, it's, they look really strong to start the game and they're in a whole early drink. Friggin' Sanderson looks amazing. He's the best defenseman on the team. Drink. Shabbat not playing nearly as well as he should. Has at least one period where he's just really, really rough and plays too many minutes. Drink. Uh... Hamnick scores, but then gets caved in multiple times defensively. That's only two games in, I guess. So Hamnick scored again. Um, but man, just some rough giveaways for Hamnick. And I, Hamnick had those two brutal giveaways in the Sen zone. I can't believe neither one of them resulted in a goal. <sighs> I'm really, I'm really wishing the Sens had made that move for for Marino. From uh from the Devils in the offseason when the Penguins got him. That's a bummer. Um gosh, I don't know. 
I, I, I honestly am at a bit of a loss for words right now because I'll say it again. It's it's a weird position to be in. You can't be that mad that the team's bad because the team's not bad. They're just they're just barely not good enough to win every single night. They're just slightly out of it. And it is just soul crushing. It's soul crushing. You can't be that angry because the team is good. They're just not getting the bounces that they need. The, the, the main thing that they're missing is they're, they're getting no bounces. They're getting three, four chances a night that should be sure things, sure goals, and nothing comes of it. And it's just it's just a matter of eventually they're going to get those bounces, but like, are they going to get those bounces in mid-November? Uh, you know, now today being at the tenth, is it going to be you know five six days from now they're playing their another couple games? And like, listen, if you're four, say say they lose their next game, and say they lose their next ten, their next two games in regulation, four ten and one. At that point, it's like your season's done. Just like in the week following Remembrance Day, on and it's a team that should have been fighting for a playoff. So I'm not saying that they can't come back and then you know string together several wins in a row and 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 play well above 500 for the remainder of the season. But when the division is this good, the Atlantic is friggin' nuts. The Atlantic is insane. You like the Sens could have. Regardless of the start of the of, of the start for this season, the Sens could finish with like 44, 45 wins, and just not hit a wild card spot. Like the Atlantic could have five playoff teams, and the Sens could have like say forty five wins and be out of it. The only chance they would have of making the playoffs is that they have a they needed a hot start, and it's just like it's a nightmare. It is a nightmare. At one point, I was so ready to just, I, I, I don't know, maybe I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready to call it quits on the playoff hunt, but it's very, very close. Something needs to happen. Something needs to change here. Um, yeah, uh, good for Devils fans, though. Uh, you guys have quite the team to watch. Um Jack Hughes is is finally looking. I mean, granted, he looked good last year too, but just in general, if we're if we're just saying the last twelve months, Jack Hughes is finally looking like that just elite elite threat that everyone thought he was going to be. Nico Hischer is really coming into his own. Just what a solid group of players. Dougie Hamilton looking more like Dougie Hamilton now. Scary, scary friggin' team. And the Metro, you know, it's still early. Some surprising teams are below that playoff line. Metro's kind of wide open. Oh, man. So if it, we all know that the, the Devils make the playoffs, then... Then we know we know the Jack Adams winner right away, right? That's 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 a no brainer. Um, God, welcome to Game Over Ottawa, where I talk about the New Jersey Devils because I'd rather talk about a team that was built 
well. Oh, boy. There's, um, there's still a lot of talk on Twitter about it. And it's still, it's still, I don't know. I don't know if, if, if anyone who, who isn't part of sense Twitter has noticed, but there are two very distinct sides to sense Twitter these days. It's, it's, you know, Oh no, the world is ending. And, uh, the season's over and we're screwed. And then there's the side of sense Twitter that is calling those people toxic and trying to dunk on them and being like, no, nah, it's all posy vibes. Um, uh, from John Gray in the chat, the Sens believed Sens fans believed their own hype. Well, yeah, with the top six like this, this is not, this roster is not a four, eight and one roster on paper. That's just a fact. It's not. And like I said earlier in, in, in the show, their expected goals for is top 10 in the league. I think it's close to around fifth. They're not getting the bounces. They're getting amazing chances, and it's just not going in. And I don't want to say they're getting goalied every night because they're not. And, and I don't want to say that they're outchancing their opponents every night because they're not. It's just a matter of it feels like at least twice a game the Sens have an opportunity that results in, 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 in someone watching and going, that's a goal nine out of 10 times. How did that not go in? They're getting prime chances with no finish. And I don't know if it's just that everyone's snake bitten at the same time, who isn't named Shane Pinto or Claude Giroux, but it's, it's, it's gotta be fixed somehow. And I don't know what the fix is. I, I genuinely have no idea. It's just so, so brutal to watch. And you can't even be like, the team is bad because they're not. Like I said, they're in it every night. Every single loss this season, excluding empty net goals, has been one goal. Even on even games where it felt like it shouldn't have been. There have been plenty of games the Sens played where they've been completely outplayed. And it just feels like... The hockey gods are like, well, what if we just like, what if we just let the Sens score a goal here to to give the fan base hope in the last few minutes? Huh. It's it's brutal, absolutely brutal. Uh, from uh, from Matthew in the chat, problem with this whole conference is the teams in playoff spots keep winning and everyone below is lagging. We could end up with the separation we had last year. Yeah. Um, it is strange that a lot of the teams that have been surprise starts have just been holding on to that spot. You know, every, every year you see four or five teams that have a really odd hot start to start the season, first six, seven, eight games or whatever, and they typically fall off. And those teams that had a slow start will, will catch back up who are supposed to be good. And a lot of teams are just staying bad. Like a lot of the good teams that should be good have been bad and staying bad. And a lot of the bad teams that, or, or the good teams that should be bad, have just been staying good. It's 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 wild. Um, from Daniel, do you think it's confidence? The pressure is too much. I think a lot of it is confidence. Just at this point, I think everyone's confidence is just fucking shot. I think I don't think Shabbat has had any confidence since game five or six. Um maybe game seven. I think I think he was probably still running on some on some confidence when the Sens had won four in a row. They were four and two. But just that 
And, uh, so many of the, of the players, even, I mean, I don't want to put too much of it on confidence because the team is so young and, and, and so many of the players are still very inexperienced and all that shit, whatever. Guys like Shabbat look like they have zero confidence with the puck. I, I, I've, and I, and I know if, if you listen to the show consistently, and this is gonna be like the fifth or sixth time this one episode that you're, you're saying to yourself, this fucking guy is just talking about the same thing every time. When the Sens lose seven games in a row, there's only so much you can talk about. It's because it's the same shit resulting in the loss every single time. Shabbat's either holding onto the puck way, way, way too long or firing it with no pressure and just just immediately firing it off whether that's a pass you know on someone's wrong side or or just firing it either two feet wide of the net or straight at the goalie it, it's it's and it's a weird thing where you know I think confidence is is especially in sports I think confidence or lack of confidence is extremely contagious and granted I think the whole team is fucked confidence wise when you lose seven in a row but the last few games especially have been just awful so many of their most skilled players making poor decisions and just looking like it, it, it's it looks like the, the the puck is like this alien object to them at times you know i think i think the only constant like I honestly, weirdly enough, I think rookie Jake Sanderson's the only one who hasn't missed a step the last we'll say we'll just say seven games on this losing streak. Jake Sanderson continues to look phenomenal. And just Giroux as well has been looking really solid. Just there's just a few guys on the team that just are trying to will a win every night, and it just isn't enough. Yeah, to be fair, so from Lindsay, to be fair, Devils are really good and Ottawa's starting to get better. 100% the Devils are really good. And, and like I said earlier, in a vacuum, this game, whatever, you lose in overtime to one of the hottest teams in the league, maybe the hottest team in the league at this point. That's what, what was that? Was that eight straight wins for the Devils tonight? 100% on its own. The Sens were more or less in it for the whole thing. You lose in overtime, fine. Okay, that's a that's 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 a good showing. But when it's a seventh straight loss, something has to fucking give. And uh, just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that thing that has to give is. Honestly, at, at this point, just to show some frustration. I like I said. I think I think DJ's gone. And if he's not, I hope he can figure it out. I hope he can save his job. Um, I'm not one, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm really not one who's, who's confident talking about coaching and, and game plan and, and drawing up plays. Um, and, uh, you know, I think, I think the team likes DJ enough. I know, I know there's been a few, uh, a few back and forth on the bench. Um, I think that's just pro sports, though. I think, I, 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 you know, if you're not yelling at your coach every once in a while, are you, are you even trying? You know. Uh, I just, I'm really hoping. So, so Mod has. Let me just double check. I'm pretty sure Mod has the next two games. I think Mod's covering the next two games here. 
Uh, and those two games are, yeah, on uh, Saturday against uh, Philly and on Monday against the Islanders. Now, those two games, I was going to say those two games should be wins, but now I don't know. <laughs> Oh, this is just brutal. This is, you know, I want, I don't, well, that's the thing. I don't want to analyze this game. I feel like I should be talking about the game more than just the overall feeling around the team, but that's all I can muster. And I think that's all anyone wants to talk about. Fuck the game tonight. The team's lost seven in a row. We got to talk about just anything but the game. Somebody fix this for the love of Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) Buy the team and fix this. One 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 intermission speech from Ryan Reynolds is good for is good for a win. It's got to be at this point, right? Uh, in the chat here, I think the expectations were too high for the Sens this year. One hundred percent. Um, you know, I will say that I definitely got in on the hype for the Sens this year. With with the acquisitions that they made and the and the top six, honestly the top nine forwards, I, I think I think it's hard to not be excited about the team. Um, even now, it's it's hard not to you know go into a game and, and and expect something special to happen. But there are definitely, and I mean that's just that's just fandom in general in sports. You know, you just kind of expect the best and and lean into it a little bit too hard. Um. You know, at, at the start of the season, everyone's going this forward group's better than the Leafs. I I never agreed with that, but you know, it, it, at the very least, the talent was there to have a conversation for someone to even think that. It, clearly, the talent was there, just just for someone to have that thought. Defense, everyone knew right off the bat. Defense is an issue. Defense has been a fucking huge issue. Despite the fact that Jake Sanderson is a monster, you add a legit top top end defenseman to the team, and 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 the defense is still a problem. That's that's how bad the defense even looked on paper before the season began. And goaltending was supposed to be fine, um, and like it's all right. They're both hovering right around a nine hundred. I think Talbot's just under like eight ninety seven. I want to say. I'm not sure where Forsberg is at now, but I know tonight he had a 900, four goals on on 40 shots. Um, so, you know, I think people were blinded by the forward group going into the season and expecting a lot. Um, I certainly wasn't expecting nearly as much as as a lot of fans were. I was expecting more than this. Just, just to just to say it flatly, I was expecting more than what we're being given right now. Um, from Tim, honestly, I think you guys can be a spoiler still. The Leafs had a nasty skit as well, and so have the Blues. You guys have some work to do, but you can still be a big player this season. I agree. Um, and yeah, the Leafs did have another rough start this this season. Um, but isn't we we just come to to understand that that's just what happens is is the Leafs look like shit for the first 
what eight or so games of the season and then they just go on a tear in November. That's just kind of the deal. Um, the Sens have a well-established uh, pattern of being dog shit to start the season for what four four years in a row now. Um, you know, well, that's not true. Actually, the Sens were really good and really bad to start this season. They start somehow. The Ottawa Senators have started the season both four and two, and also four eight and one. Like, what do you? What the fuck are you supposed to do with that? Can they play spoiler? I think they can play spoiler in the sense that, you know, they can beat good teams in March. I think I think when the time comes, the Sens can beat anyone still. It's just a matter of I would prefer to see them beat good teams to get, you know, inch closer to a playoff spot rather than just being like, hey, watch the Sens just beat the Colorado Avalanche on a random night in March. Um, they're out of the playoffs, but you know, they can still cause trouble for other teams. Like I don't, that's, that's not fun. I'm tired of that. I am so tired of that. Uh, from, uh, from Max, your goalie stood on his head. GG Ottawa, uh, y'all write the ship soon. See you in a week or so. So yeah, Anton Forsberg. Had a weird, weird game. He stood on his head, made some incredible saves, and I would say two of the uh, of the four goals he let in were weak. Both, I think, both the first period goals. Let me just double check. Um, as good, listen. I know I was just saying how good Nico Heischer is, but that Heischer goal, Forsberg probably wants that back. That was just a clean wrist shot. I don't think there was. I don't think there was a redirection. If I remember, if I, I should have honestly for these for these shows, I should have highlights queued up, ready to go. But I'm just off the top of the dome. I'm pretty sure that Heischer goal was a clean shot, no redirection, not even a screen. I think Forsberg should have had that. That's just a shot you have to stop. Tatar's goal, uh, that I mean that nothing you can do there. That was just a weird, weird bounce. Um, Miles Wood. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was only the Heischer goal that I think Forsberg probably wants back. But yeah, Forsberg had a great game um, overall. Like, just he had a lot of phenomenal saves. It, it's it's just one of those nights. I I think it's just one of you see that you, you see that weirdly often. I think you see you see goalies who who just have. You know, just go on a tear for about 10, 15 minutes, just stopping everything, just blowing everyone's minds, and then just letting in a friggin' softball. You know, that's just the way it goes. Um, cool background setup. Thanks. I, uh, I am very close to uh, being irresponsible and spending money I shouldn't on a Sanderson jersey because, as you can tell, it's all fairly older jerseys. I don't have. The only jersey I have since uh, Adidas uh, took over in 1718 is uh, I have this Carlson. Where is it? No. Oh, it's, it's behind my head, actually, right here. Right there. For If you're listening on, on Spotify or wherever, sorry that you can't see, but I have the uh, Carlson um, Centennial Classic jersey, which is nice. But I need to get one of the new home jerseys. 
probably a Sanderson, if I'm being honest. Uh, I always thought I was going to go Brady or or Stutzla, but at this point, I think I got to go. I got to go Sanderson. Um, I don't understand putting Mott on faceoffs. Yeah, that was. I'm not sure. Um, for for a team that that's as deep as it is, as far as how many guys can take faceoffs. Like I, I'm, I'm shocked how how confident I am when Brady Kachuk's taking a face off. I did not expect that to be a thing. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about Mott taking face offs. Uh, I have no idea how 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 Matthew Joseph is uh, uh, as far as face offs go. I don't know if Matthew Joseph even has taken enough face offs to have uh, a face off percentage that's even worth looking at. But maybe he's a better option there. Giroux, yeah, monster. Giroux, holy fuck. That dude's a monster in the circle. Just so, so good. Am I going to get the reverse retro? No, I'm uh, I'm not. Partly because I think both reverse retros for the Sens so far have been kind of a bummer. Um, but... No, if I if if I I'm I'm the kind of guy who can afford to buy one jersey every three four years something like that. So, um, uh, I'm 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 sticking with the home jersey from the uh, from the rebrand a couple years ago. Nice black black home jersey. Stick Sanderson on the back there. Mont was twenty eight percent at faceoffs. Yeah, that's a. Yeah, that's that's a non-option at that point. That's not ideal. Huh. Is there anything positive I can end the show on? Can I please think of anything positive? I'm not I'm not sure if there is. Shane Pinto had a couple goals again uh, in front of his buddies and and and, and family. So that's uh, so that's something. Uh, so yeah, Pinto looked good. <laughs> is that is the takeaway from this game? Uh, Pinto looked good. Shane Pinto with eight goals in uh in thirteen games. That's not bad. Giroux quietly has seven, I wanna say. Um yeah, a lot of Pinto fans there. A lot of North Dakota jerseys there too. So University of, of North Dakota, aka uh Sens Dev team. And uh, yeah, I, you know what? Let's 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 end on that great point, Tim. Sens earned a point. It's the Sen- so the Sens have one point in 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 the span of seven games, which is very depressing. But also, that's a uh, perfect point percentage in the last one game. So that's something, I guess. <sighs> Fingers crossed that mod's gonna have a bit more energy for you the next <laughs> the next couple games. Holy shit. I uh I just 
I know I keep saying it. I miss the sends button so much. Huh. All right, folks. Well, uh, I think I think we just gotta call it there. I think I think it's just a matter of uh, you know just dealing with it and and hoping for the best with the next game as we have for the past seven games. Uh, who do you have next? The Sens are playing the Flyers next. The Flyers followed by the Islanders. So don't know what to expect for those. Um, lost to Philly uh, really in upsetting fashion. And that's the worst part too, right? This 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 whole losing streak, just constantly losing by a goal. It's just it's just been the most upsetting way to lose every game. It feels like. Um. On that note of of despair, I'll I'll, I'll call it here. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. I uh, hope you guys all have a great day. If you are watching this live, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Thursday night. If you are listening to this the next day, hey, good news. It's Friday. The weekend's coming up. Hope everyone has a great weekend. And uh, please don't let the uh, potential loss to the Philadelphia Flyers on Saturday afternoon ruin your day. Just, if you want to have a good Saturday, no one's saying you have to watch the team. Well, granted, it's also a 1 p.m. game, so you can watch the game and, and just, you know, still have Saturday night to do whatever you want. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you are watching this on YouTube, please remember to like and subscribe. Helps out the show quite a bit. And also tell your friends about the show. If you have a good time with the game over Ottawa and you enjoy it, friggin' send it along to a couple of your friends. Help us grow. Because we want to be back uh, and do some more of this for as long as we possibly can. Thanks again for watching, everyone. Uh, and listening. I gotta, re I gotta remember... It's not all on YouTube, folks. If you're uh, if you're a Spotify person, uh, or Apple Music, or, or or Apple Podcasts, or Google Play, or I don't know the podcast apps, uh, why don't you head on over to the uh, YouTube video for this and comment below? I'd love to know how many people are listening to this elsewhere than YouTube. I'm just uh, just talking now to end it because. I uh, desperately want to end the episode, but I don't know how. But also, I don't want to because I'm because I'm, when this episode ends, we're gonna have to think about the sends again. Because uh, you know, I'm talking about the sends in this episode, and despite that, I can't let it end there. I uh, I am my brain, my brain is a hockey prison, and I cannot ever think of anything else. Anyway, folks, thanks again for listening. We'll uh, we'll catch you next time, and once again. Please enjoy this outro. It's fancy and we like it, and it's still fairly new. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it new for the first uh, for the first five games it's being used for. So, see everybody. Have a good one. Game over. Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.